can I rant about something before we start the show properly? Yeah. So I'm trying to watch the Nuggets and freaking Laker game that's on right now, currently. And mm-hmm. I fire up my league pass and it's stupid TNT overtime. And then I go on my Xfinity app and I try to watch it and I can't watch it on the Xfinity app. I hate how like streaming rights have made it impossible to watch games. I don't, I don't get it. You just got to get, you just got to get cable, dude. Yeah, I know. It's probably how it ends, but like, I I see what the Suns are doing. Right. And like Durf, let's do some marketing speak right now. The funnel awareness, consideration, intent and awareness, the top getting people to know about your product is the most expensive shit. It's the most expensive thing to do because it's kind of like you're throwing sand at a wall. Just trying to see, I don't know what's a, what's a, what's a term you're throwing like you're a, start blindfold they're trying to get people to watch your shit it's expensive so why not just take the l financially and not have like this big streaming deal with freaking god knows what streaming service max and just give your product out for free so people can actually care about the teams and you just can eat the cost of awareness because, on your end okay because sense? they make so much money like that's where most of the money is the national tv deals it can't it's one streaming deal michael what can it cost twenty dollars <laughs> Like, dude, the streaming deals are like are like well over half the revenue the league makes. Isn't 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 that basically what determines the cap? TNT's national TV contract is so much money. Yeah, but they can make more fans, and then more fans will buy T-shirts, and it's a wash. You're trying to rob the players. They would have revenue. Money would have to buy an absurd amount of t-shirts that's why the city edition's gotta stay bro keep pumping them out keep pumping them out buckle up hotties it's time to talk some hoops welcome to crunch wears no pants with brandon nate and jordan what's poppin panty people people? oh my god you stepped on it welcome to crunch wears no pants our first ever fully remote recording if it sounds weird Bear with us. We're trying to be more nimble and flexible and not spend so much money at the GD studio. Love you, green screen. Uh, I am Jordan. Uh, I'm Jordan Alamant. That's Nate Alster. That's Brandon Beck. No nicknames. We are the bosses of the Hoops Department of PoleTapSports.com. We are proudly powered by Unreal, Lamb Chops, and Duke Cannon. And it's a lovely season kickoff evening. Gentlemen, basketball's back. How are we feeling? 31. Uh, I thought I was gonna get a birthday shout out there. I was gonna your nickname was gonna oof. be Nate Birthday Boy Alsdorf, but then I kind of freaked out. Yeah, I'm frazzled okay. by the TV right yeah. situation. Now that we're recording remote, Jally has just completely mailed it in. Yeah, I'm, he's not wearing pants or underwear right now. Remote work, dude. Like I don't know if you heard this. Remote workers are so lazy; they get nothing done, and we got an RTO yeah. right away. You got to get back to the you got to get back to the office for the culture. You know. Yeah, I yeah. want the, not the building costs at all classic um let's see i have an icebreaker question for us guys i think it's a good one and also i stole it from bill simmons and ryan Rosillo, basically um speaking of tv rights news broke today that when the uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. news broke today that when the nba's new media deal is signed it'll include 32 teams hinting at the long rumored expansion into las vegas and the revival of the seattle supersonics so the exercise is if there was an expansion, or if there was an expansion and therefore an expansion draft, which eight wolves would you protect in the expansion draft? There's way too many decisions to make on this thing for me to be going into. Uh, a okay, fine. Here we go. Uh, spaghetti or lasagna for the rest of your life? 
Uh, is it Becky Taylor's lasagna? No, it's only no. That would be unfair. That's an easy okay. choice. Um, when people say Becky Taylor's lasagna, it makes you think that they're talking about <laughs> like that macaroni and cheese. No, it's that lasagna. Macaroni That's Tony. not macaroni and cheese, dude. That's a totally different macaroni thing. Macaroni Tony, R.I.P. Which I think that's what Ant was talking about. I was re-listening to that episode. I think, I think Austin gets it super. Got macaroni it. in a pot. That's some wap. That's some. Okay, whatever. That's some <laughs> I think we are the we are officially the last basketball podcast to do a predictions episode since the season is officially underway, and we're gonna turn this around in like ninety minutes. All right, guys, hang on. Before we continue, let's show some love to Duke Cannon. All right, so take your hair and hygiene to the next level with Duke Cannon, which is a Minnesota company that makes hardworking grooming products for hardworking guys. They got everything, right? They got the deodorants, the beard care products, the body wash, the hair care, and more. My favorite product, which I've been ranting about for months, and I'm going to keep doing it because you guys got to get on it, is the uh, thick body wash, right? So it's a viscous body wash with like exfoliating properties. The scents are incredible. Durf's got the naval diplomacy. I got the rum bay. You're in a win-win situation. They also have, what's the freaking, they have a whiskey collaboration one that I really like. I got to look it up real quick. It's it's awesome. Duke Cannon whiskey collab. What was it? Buffalo Trace. It was a, it's a Duke Cannon Buffalo Trace collab. Whenever I see that at Target, I got to cop one because I go through it like crazy. So make sure you show some of the Duke Cannon. You can buy them at Target or at DukeCannon.com. We're going to dive right into predictions. I think we should start this off. I think we should all go around rather quickly and see, like, we'll just say our top, what, top 10 team. So top six and four plan, right? Yeah. Well, so I think we should do top six. Okay. Talk about that. Play in. Talk about that. And then if we and want to we can talk about the five out. I don't want to talk about the five out. I want to say them. Okay, we we'll can. see how it goes. I, I don't I don't really care about the five out either. And we'll talk about the ones that matter because I'm sure some of us have people out that others have in and stuff like that in the play in. The Vikings are out and the Wolves are back. Uh, um, the Vikings might be back. Vikings are absolutely teetering on it. Durf, I want to start off with your predictions. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what are they? <laughs> uh, I think it's going to rain tomorrow oh, at 7 a.m. I think I'm going to be friends with you guys forever. That's really um cute. that's really cute. My top 6 forever. My top 6 out of order is <laughs> uh number 1, we have the Denver Nuggets. Yes. They are repeating as number 1. Number 2, the Sacramento Kings. Number 3, the Golden State Warriors. Number 4, your Minnesota Timberwolves. I did it. I did it. LA Clippers coming in at five and ending with number six, the Phoenix Sunaroonies. Interesting. All right. Brandon. So was that was that you said no particular order. Was that that's that just was like the actual order. order? That was the no order. Okay. It just happened to be random. I have I have I have four of the same teams as you in uh a different order. Give it to me. Um, so we have the same number one. Uh, the Denver Nuggets are the easiest number one pick. They are like so much better than everybody else in the West. Like the West is like super compact where it's like I have like my top six and my play in teams, but there's like legitimately 12 teams where I'm like, I could see this team finishing as high as three and I could see them finishing 
completely out of everything. So I have Denver number one. I have Phoenix number two. I have the Memphis Grizzlies number three. I have the Golden State Warriors number four, the Los Angeles Lakers number five, and the Sacramento Kings even, number six. Even with D'Lo, look at that. They give wow. them a five. And who, was, what, who did you say was I six? Mean, Clippers? The Kings. Kings. The Kings. No, I have the Clippers really low. <laughs> Good. You guys ready for the, the truth? Um, hit us the with truth, that gospel, Jordan. Yeah. Social jelly over here. <laughs> yes. Uh, number one, Nuggets. They're a good basketball team. No, I don't know if you heard. Number two, I hate to say it, the Memphis Grizzlies. Number three, I hate to say it even more, the Los Angeles Lakers. Number four, the Suns. Five Clippers, six Timbies. Oh, that's my top six. Okay, so aside from Durf, we seem to be on board with Memphis being good, and that's like the most common one I'm Mm -hmm. seeing that people have like really low and I don't really like, I understand the loss of Steven Adams is big and they don't have Jaw for 25 games, but Jaw's played like 50 games a year for the last two years. And they've had the second best record in the West. Both of those years, like people keep led by always good led by Tyus who they they don't have anymore. They replaced him with Marcus smart. (laughs) Yeah. But Marcus smart is good at defense and also offense. So I don't know what your point is. Yeah. And that (laughs) those cancel each other out. Yeah. So he's neutral. He doesn't even play. Um, what, what else Um, was, what else on our list? Lakers were kind of high across the board. I was very vocal about not thinking the Lakers were very good last season and they kind of proved me wrong uh, throughout the playoffs. I mean, the big thing like Durf was saying going into this, like the big thing with a lot of these teams is health. Like a lot Mm -hmm. of these teams are really old. Um, You know, if AD plays 65 games, uh, the Lakers are going to be really good because AD is fantastic when he plays, but AD does not always play eventually sometime between like now and 2030 LeBron James is going to stop being a good basketball player. But until I actually see that happen until I see that happen, I'm not going to bet against it. God, how cool is it that we get to see this? It's the coolest thing that LeBron is awesome. I just wish he didn't play for the Lakers because I don't like the Lakers. Um, Let's do our next four. Let's do our play in teams. This is where we'll get some variants here. Brandon, um, you went, in the middle last time so you get to go first this time that's how it works of course (laughs) so my my play-in teams this is where i have the wolves i have the wolves at seven i have the oklahoma city thunder at eight the the play-in rematch uh the new orleans pelicans number nine and the los angeles clippers number 10 leaving out i think the only team like that really gets left out here that is like a team that has like expectations to be like in it this year is the Mavericks. Mm -hmm. Um, And they might just like talent their way in there, but they're not a very good team. They just have have two really good players. They look booty. Yeah. They have nothing besides Mm -hmm. Kyrie and Luca, which is a lot besides besides like the third best player in the world. Yeah. Kyrie Irving. But a lot hinging on health and not getting suspended. Yeah, a lot, a making lot outlandish remarks. I being like, yeah. I've opened my third eye and I've realized that I need to go and live in the desert. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot about last time you said that. I'm going to go next, Steph, <laughs> do you mind? 
I would love for you to go second. Okay, my seventh seed is the Golden State Warriors because they're old and they're going to break down. But when the playoffs come, they're going to lock in. So it's not a slide against the Warriors. It's a slide against biology and how age works. Uh, number eight, the Kings. I don't care for them. I don't care. They're stupid. <laughs> I forgot about Jelly's stupid. Oh, yeah. He- Kings. I don't care. Screw him. Number nine, the Pelicans. Zion, guys, he's back. And then uh, 10. If if Zion plays a lot, the Pelicans are going to be awesome. He will not play a lot, but he's going to play an amazing 33 games, and that'll be enough to... To kind of help bring he's too busy it. spitting in mouths and you know it. You I, I do know it <laughs> firsthand. And then uh 10, the Thunder. I like Chet Holmgren. I like um I like their I like the color blue they use in their logo. That's my extent of Thunder knowledge. Durf. Can we talk about can we What's talk that? a little bit about like the national media like thunder boner that everyone Yeah, has? yeah. It's Thunder. It's it's, it's Shay. It's Shea and the fact that Chet yeah. is untapped because he didn't play. But I mean, like, so the Thunder were super fun last year. Yeah. And, like, w- surprised everyone. They were better than they expected. They still went 40 and 42 and got the doors blown off of them in the play-in game against the Wolves. And now everyone's like, they're going to be the four seed. And I'm like, yeah, can we pump the brakes a little bit, guys? And that's, I was, that's not a slide against the Thunder because they're an awesome team. They might be my backup team. They're What's super up? fun. Yeah, they're, they're fun. Super fun. But that doesn't mean just because they outperformed expectations last year doesn't mean that that's going to continue this year. And it's also not the same growth trajectory. The fan, the whole fan base is super high on them. And I can't blame them. They have Chet Holmgren coming in. That's great. But the, it's like unreasonably high. Like they're thinking they're going to win like 45 games, 46 games. And I don't know. I don't know that I can possibly see that. I don't know. Over, We're talking about them like overperforming last year and being like this feel-good story. And they were, but they were also 40 and 42. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the, and the West like, got better. And then like conversely, everyone seems to be like down on the Kings who were also a feel-good story, but were actually fantastic last season and almost beat the Warriors in the first round. All right. Mm-hmm. Pump the brakes, guy. <laughs> right. Third best record All in the right. Western Conference. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll set the record straight. It's going to be the Lakers at seven, then the Grizzlies, then the Pels, and then the Thunder. So we're was it wasn't it the nine or nine ten last year? We all have the Pels at exactly nine. <laughs> they the just, Pels are the okay, ninth team ever. I was going to say, it does not matter who's on that team. They just feel like a nine. I have no idea why, but they're know, a nine like, seed every year. I see the Pelicans. Like, the Pelicans, they belong in the middle of the stadiums. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think that Zion is going to be moving to football soon. He's going to officially make the switch. I think oh, that Zion would literally, Zion's feet would break, like like get ripped off. Yeah, but he'd level some players in in the in the midst. I like some of the moves that the Lakers Lakers have have made. Um, they're still the Lakers. They still have LeBron and AD. But I just think they're a seven. That's all there is to it. I see what you said about the Grizzlies, but I think that they're going to be ass for part of the year, and I think that they're going to really struggle without Ja. Even if they have him for, they usually miss him. Whatever. I still think they're going to be, have a rough go. I had the Grizzlies too before the Stephen Adams thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I actually think they're going to miss like the fact that they're missing Stephen Adams for the entire season 
I think that's a bigger deal than the 25 games without yeah. job because they've kind of proven that they can survive without jaw and like he's going to be back and like he has a lot of off the court weirdness and stuff to figure out but when he plays he's fantastic he's one of the best point guards in the nba and the grizzlies have just been really really good for two years so i think there's a decent chance that they make a trade to actually like get a center to replace steven adams yeah, rather than just have like another center on the roster Xavier I mean, tillman right it's pretty, Xavier it's pretty Tillman, much, who I was gonna say, it's pretty much Tillman or like maybe Clark stepping in in some, some small Clark lineups. Clark towards Achilles. Yeah, didn't Clark like whole? Oh yeah, you're right. Explorer. He did. Yeah. Oh, okay, put him lower. I'm putting him at 15. They're oh without God. Brandon Clark. They're, <laughs> they're, um, they're not going to get a single. <laughs> I in your defense, as a Timberwolves, as a Timberwolves fan. If we only judge yeah. the Grizzlies based off of when we watch them, I would think Brandon Clark was the greatest player in because he gets history. like twenty three <laughs> rebounds against the Wolves. It's absurd. I saw a tweet. Brandon that said, Clark makes rebounding as the Timberwolves look impossible. It's like every rebound belongs to Brandon Clark. <laughs> I saw some tweet that was like um, JJJ without Stephen Adams and like the enforcer role as barbecue chicken. Do we subscribe to that? I want to. Well, it, like you just, he's he's already going to be in foul trouble and you don't have anybody to really rely on. Unless like Beck said, if they, if they do make a trade for somebody to. Yeah. They were talking a little bit on the mismatch uh, episode today when Chris Vernon is like a huge Grizzlies guy. And he was talking like, there's a lot of talk about them potentially making a trade for like Clint Capella or maybe Robert Williams from the trailblazers who. Rob Williams isn't exactly the the picture of health either. You're just going to replace Steven Adams with another knee injury in two weeks or something. But um, yeah, I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. is a okay. He's not a fantastic, like just individual center defensively. Like he, like Durf said, he's going to be in foul trouble a lot when he does that. And it just, He's not as impactful of an offensive player. Like the big thing with Steven Adams with the Grizzlies is that he just like sets the tone for their offense by being such a great screen setter and such a great great offensive rebounder. And he's, you know what? I don't like the Memphis Grizzlies, but I like Steven Adams. Steven Adams. Yes, he's great. Grizzlies, they got a lot of bitches and Steven Adams is not one of them. Yeah, they're, they're, um, their bitch percentage went up with him being off the, off the court. Now they don't but, Dylan Brooks. Like I'm you fine. were saying in the group chat, Durf, lost Dylan Brooks, bitch factor goes down. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I they were they were about to go we down talk about the Rockets. And then they lost Steven Adams. And so uh Taylor Jenkins takes the cake with that one. Oh, I forgot Taylor Jenkins. Can we talk about the Rockets paying like a billion dollars for Dylan Brooks? I don't want to talk about the Rockets. I don't want to talk about the bottom four teams or five teams, whatever. Should we move on to players we have our eyes on? Just people that we want to show some love to. Nah and shake for me are probably two of the two of the bigger factors. It's a sexy um, thing. I'm excited to see what Nah Na can do on offense this year. Obviously, like he's been he's been a really nice uh, to use your term spark plug off the bench. And then Shake, I'm just really excited for Shake. I think he's co- a cool dude. I'm excited to get to know him as a player. And then also, uh, it's just fun to have like a good like a, a a solid guard coming off the bench that is tall and has long arms. Just like the obvious ones league wide like interested to see how marcus smart in a different environment fares like we've only known him like in that 
Boston infrastructure. Like, obviously, everyone's excited to see Victor Wembanyama, who's looked like fantastic in the preseason and is like, looks like he might just like break basketball because he's so gigantic. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen like him like dribbling between his defender's legs and shit. Yeah, he's freaking like, yeah, wild. He's seven foot six. Didn't it, what was it? Was it Steph that he blocked from like he was like 20 feet no, away? And Andrew just, Wiggins. No, it was Wiggins. Oh, that's so much better. I loved it. Um, um, and then like the Phoenix thing, I'm super interested in. Like, I have them high in my in my predictions, but like health is a big question with them, but also just like seeing how that works like it's impossible to imagine their offense isn't good yeah but also like very difficult to imagine any one of those guys being like the tertiary option in any sort of offense because they're all like so ball dominant although we've seen kevin durant thrive with other big time scorers but we haven't really ever seen that from a guy like bradley beal like best player he's ever played with is like john wall who's like kind of a distributor first so i think that's super interesting um wolves wise you spoiled this but uh i think we're looking at a jordan mclaughlin redemption tour uh the net rating king i don't think he's in the rotation right off the bat but i think he finds his way into the rotation and i just think that jordan mclaughlin when he's healthy plays winning basketball the eight minutes per game McGlonisance is upon us, and I can't. McGlonisance, <laughs> no, dude, such if a good one. Chris Finch, Chris Finch cannot help himself with Kyle Anderson and Jordan McLaughlin. Yeah, he's just like itching him. to get those guys into the game. Um, I'm excited so- for J Mac too. That's gonna. It's. I think he's gonna have a McGlonisance. 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 Yeah, there you go. McGlonisance. Uh, yeah. Didn't he say he lost like 20 pounds this off season? There's no way Jordan yeah. McLaughlin had 20 pounds to lose. He said that's what he said. He what, said he, he lost beard. He said he lost. Like, what was it? He said he, <laughs> he got his get, he got his beard was 20 pounds. He got his excess chin removed. That's the only um, that man is like. He, there's no way he lost one, but good for him. He uh, he's um, whatever. He lost 20 pounds, and then apparently his his hamstring is as good as it's been. Um, so. Healthy J Mac, he's gonna come. It wasn't in his hamstring; gonna... it was his calf. Yeah, but his hamstring's healthy, dude. What do you... <laughs> that doesn't mean his, his hamstring is hurt. Don't discount the entire life. Anthony brain. Edwards tricep healthy as ever. <laughs> um, his glutes, that... dude, so healthy right now. Who's that dude from the Pistons? Did you see the preseason Pistons game? He was doing some crazy. Uh, like I, I'm gonna need more than who's that uh, dude from the Pistons? Meta- Meta- Cunningham, Bendo. Bendo? Oh, bend over and get this dick. Were you talking about a real guy from the Pistons? No, I wanted to. I wanted <laughs> to bend that over and get this dick. Is not... <laughs> yeah, I want. Yeah. I, no, I was asking if <laughs> I was asking if he was like originally talking about the Pistons. <laughs> no, it was not a middle school fit, Brandon. <laughs> He's a three and I think bend for over sure. and get this dick. I think bend over and get this dick was like the the 13th overall pick in like 2020. He's been on a few teams. He went to the journey. He's made his way around. He's the University of Dover. (laughs) Nice. Uh, I didn't. He is a legacy. (laughs) 
Um, I didn't prep anything for this. I'm excited to see what happens. Do you want to do player awards or do you want to claim your backup team? Brandon, do you have some other auxiliary predictions you want to throw out there real quick? I do have, I had, so I was under the impression when we said we were doing predictions that we were just like predicting things that would happen for the Wolves this season. Oh shit. So I have five bullet points. Yeah. Let's do like specific things. I think my first prediction, the Wolves play at least one play in game this season. So that was my way of predicting that the Wolves do not finish in the top six. Uh, I have their final record. I have their final record at 44 and 38. Which taking the under from everyone I listen to every podcast I listen to, I seem to be lower than the industry on. And I want to be wrong about that. I just need to see, I need to see it work with Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert in a game that matters, not in the, not in the preseason. Like I need to see them get out and guard in transition. I need to see them like, be able to competently defensive rebound before I can really buy in to like the whole idea of this thing. Um, I will happily be wrong if we're recording a week from now and they've played three games and they've looked great in transition and they've rebounded really well. And they found some like energy guys off the bench or in the starting lineup with like Nikhil Alexander Walker or something like I'll happily change my stance. I would, I want the Timberwolves to be good. I can't control that. I don't believe right now. <laughs> Whatever. What's your third one? Um, I have that one of Leonard Miller or Josh Minot is in the actual rotation come play in slash playoff time. I feel like it'll be Leonard. I mean, I just think I tweeted this today. I think a big issue with this team last year. I mean, I don't think this, we know a big issue with this team last year was that they just like didn't consistently bring it on a night to night basis. Um, and, you know, they talked a lot in the off season about maturity and they're getting better at that stuff and they're going to be more focused. And I just don't think that's something that you can just choose to do. Like, I think you can talk about it all you want with Anthony Edwards, but that's kind of something that's like in guys DNA. Like I, I say, I said that, consistent effort and energy is a skill, not a choice because I think it's kind of disrespectful to guys like Patrick Beverly and Brandon Clark and Jared Vanderbilt to just say like, Oh, anyone can do what you do if they just choose to, that's not true. And I think that's a characteristic that this team really lacked last year. And I think they need to find guys that can do that. So I think like Nikhil Alexander Walker has potential to bring that. I think Shake Milton has potential to bring that. But I think the two guys on the roster who really like have that like baked into their DNA are Leonard Miller and Josh Minot. And I think eventually it comes to the point where we need those guys are just going to like make it too difficult to not have them be a part of things. You this is ridiculous. I sound like Durf. There's also a bit of like dog and Luca Garza. Like Luca, like Luca goes in whenever he's on the court. Or he just kind of brings up like the care factor. Um, I'm not saying he's gonna have rotational minutes, but there's just there's none for him unless something horrible happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like that's another guy around so I that, think like, brings it. I think it's like a culture setting type thing. Yeah. And I think we we talked about this on the show last year. And like I had my opinion changed on Luca Garza like throughout the season. I didn't think he was an NBA player. And then we talked to his dad and and his dad was so nice. They were like, we have to like this. I had changed my opinion before that. 
I definitely my opinion think, within the first I, episode that we recorded. But then you sold your stock. No. Some late I, night I, stock. I leased it out to somebody. I got equity out of it. But yeah, I think Luca Garza has I think Luca Garza has that characteristic. I think he is a little too limited defensively to be like an every night part of that thing. And then also just like the, the makeup of this roster as it stands right now, there's, there's just no minutes yeah. to yeah. be had on any cons- sort of consistent basis for a player like Luca Garza. But um, it's nice to have that type because of those are just all going to get eaten up by cat and Gobert and Nas. And when those guys aren't eating up the minutes, I think those minutes at the four are probably going to go to Kyle Anderson before they go to Luca Garza on any sort of consistent basis. Like oh, you yeah. can, I think he's a guy that you can plug in when you need like offense or something, or cat gets into foul trouble or something like that. I think he's, he's a valuable player on this team, but I don't see a scenario where he's like a regular rotation piece. Do you see a scenario? Do you guys see a scenario where Rudy and Luca Garza's friendship translates into just insane on court chemistry and they kiss again, a la Kyle and Rudy, the three way kiss, Kyle, Luca and Rudy. I absolutely think they have kissed. Uh, when they were working out in in France, I think together, um, the city it, of love has to say, Luca and Rudy low key might have the best abs on the team. I don't even think it's low key. I think it's I think it's just agreed upon by everybody. Just key. Um, I it's think just key. I think I think Beck's going to be eating his world world. <laughs> I think Beck's going to be. I'll eating. be eating my world. <laughs> Jimmy eats world more like Beck eats world. Am I right? Anyway, so that's a little. <laughs> Oh, okay. What's the prediction? What's your, what's your what's your counter prediction, Dirk? My, well, I think Beck's just clearly wrong, and I think that when Luca wins six man of the year and uh, most improved player of the year and yeah. and gets two MVP votes this year, I think Beck's going to be crying all the way to Target Center to watch. You got me. I thought you had a this is another one of those scenarios where I would love to have I would love to be wrong and have Luca Garza with sixth man of the year and MVP votes. I didn't uh, see that. I didn't hear the MVP vote. <laughs> can we vote in the MVP? Have you guys tried? Do, can we just like go on? Yeah, you just log in. It's on Twitter now. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think it's a fan. Elon does, Elon Musk does it as a poll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think. I think it's gonna be. My prediction is that it's gonna be a very fun season, and that we're gonna. Yeah. Win. And then we're going to win the NBA championship. That, um, guys, the, oh, our team so is not so the championship. No, no, no it, we will though. Uh, but it's going to be so fun this year. We're <laughs> oh, so deep. No, 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 we will. No, we will. It's fine. I already checked. It's we're so deep guys. We're so freaking <laughs> deep. Our team is so deep. We have a good bench. It is we're nice. going to be so good. You get, it's you don't it's even nice know. not to have that concern anymore. This, I know this sounds like eerily similar to what we were talking about last season when we were no. like, dude, we don't even know if there's minutes for Bryn Forbes. <laughs> Last year we okay. were saying, no. Last year we were verbatim saying, "I don't see how a team with Rudy, Cat, Ant, and D'Lo could be bad." And boy, howdy, did we find that's, out quickly. That's true, but yeah, we but also we talked that- a lot about the depth. We had a whole debate on who should be the ninth man, and it was like, "What are we going to do? We've got Austin Rivers." We've got Forbes. We were we've so got, excited about Austin Rivers. We, we were like, Nas Reed's definitely not going to play. Now. Oh, God. We, everything we said last year was the exact opposite. So maybe we should say um, we're, maybe we should say the Wolves will suck in that way. It's like an opposite thing. I don't want to play that game. Well, no, that's, that's what I've been saying. So, God damn it. Um, I don't want to do the individual awards because I just don't care. 
Do you guys want to do the end of like the MVP? Well, I definitely, yeah. You want to? I don't it? really care. I have a couple more. I have a couple more fun predictions. Go. I'm ready. How many for the MVP votes does Ant get? Rapid fire. Rapid yes. rapid fire. This one is easy. Obvious. Mike Conley will make me smile. <laughs> yes. Good. Love it. Wholesome. Positive. Rare from you. Number two. Anthony Edwards will break Carl Anthony Towns' single game scoring record this season. Oh, he's going over ooh, 60. 60, 61. Is that what he what he has to hit? 97. <laughs> I'm just kidding about hit. that. That's I not the prediction. It. I would love it. I think he I think he break I think I think that record belongs to Ant at some point in his career. So why not this year? And it'll be in the playoffs over to lift us over the Lakers. That'd be so sexy. In game. That would be two. really something. In game earmark, two. Earmark this. In the decisive game two, Ant put up 63 <laughs> points. To go up 1-1. One, one. <laughs> to, to go up 1-1. One, one. To, to go up 1-1. One, one. Uh, Brandon, do you have any more? It feels like you're gearing up for another one. My, my last one. And this is this is bold because they were not even close to this last year. The Wolves will have an above 500 record against the five worst teams in the NBA. Oh man, yes. this is a bold prediction. I have I have a weird prediction. Well, no, did I steal, did I steal this from someone? I don't know, but I've been kind of noodling on this. I feel like Cat makes the All Star game, but Ant gets the All NBA appearance. I feel like one of them. I feel like they're going to split accolades this year. I see. Unless Ant gets hurt, I don't see a way he doesn't make the all-star team this year with just like season guy though. He's never been the first half of the season. Yeah. But there's just so much media momentum right now for him. Mm -hmm. Like the league and the national guys like want Anthony Edwards to be good. Like who does, who does Anthony Edwards want to be a much more popular pick? Yeah, but he had to be good. So he's going to take all that energy, absorb it. Send it to cat. This this has real similar. This has real similar vibes to when you were like, Last year in a predictions show, you said not Ant, not Cat, but D'Angelo Russell <laughs> will be the Timberwolves' lone all-star. I'm an optimist, guys. Let me live. Durf, you're gonna say something. What's up? Uh, I don't, I don't know what I was gonna say. Okay, you know what I want to say? I want to talk about freaking uh, lamb chops right here before we get into listener predictions. That sound nice and fun and good. All right, guys, this episode is brought to you by Lamb Chops, baby. Premium, high-quality clothing with an amazing message, right? So Lamb Chops was founded by Jordan Dye. You've seen him at Wolves games. He's got the lime green hair sitting courtside at half court or the leopard print hair. He's got some crazy hair. Uh, so his, his clothing brand, Lamb Chops, premium goods. I'm rocking the hoodie right now on the Zoom. Um, They're not like, you know, when like someone has like a local brand, like it's like, oh, the designs are cool, but the materials absolutely suck. That is not the freaking vibe with lamb chops at all. Okay. Jordan has made sure lamb chops has got the premium goods. This heavy hoodie has been my favorite. I've worn it for like three straight days. I got to wash it because I'm concerned that there's like a stain somewhere that I smell, but whatever. Uh, They got the double mesh shorts, incredible shorts that I can't decide whether or not I want to wear them out to like a grill out in the summer or if I want to wear them to bed or if I want to like wear them to like a casual, like social patio party. Like they, they're so versatile or like when I'm working out i wear them to everything so they're always getting washed and they're holding up they got great patterns um they're like heavy so and they got pockets they got the drawstrings they're phenomenal check out the double mesh shorts they got the chains i'm always rocking um and they have their new uh winter line coming out around black friday so make sure you stay up on all things shepherd goods at sg lamb chops on social media or sglambchops.com now back to the show whoa lamb chops love <laughs> oh those. my gosh dude 
So choppy with the lambs. That was one of your best ad reads, Jordan, that you've ever done. That's fantastic. I worked really hard on it. Um, let's see. Uh, we also put out a nice little tweet to email us your predictions. Crunchwearsnopants at gmail.com because that's easy and fun and a normal thing to do in 2023. So um, I scoured the uh, freaking um, predictions. We had kind of had a fair amount. So I cut them down to three to about one minute each. So congrats to Sam, Amir, and Mike. Panty Nation, you guys get to be on the show. Um, I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to see if we can get the sound to play through the Zoom so we can uh, talk about these predictions. I think some of these are Wolves and some of these are just league-wide. Okay, Sam's prediction. Let me know if you guys can hear this. Hey, guys, this is uh, Sam. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter at, at the Real Tweeters. Um, longtime member of Panty Nation. Uh, love the pod. Appreciate you doing this. Thanks, Sam. Um, you know, it ke- kind of keeps popping in my head that this season is going to be kind of something of a cosmic gumbo. Um, a lot of thoughts here, but I'll just kind of rattle them off. Um, I-, I do think the Wolves will go undefeated in their classic edition jerseys because that's my exact style. Um, I also think, you know, since triples is best in the the NBA. I'm glad that we have Cat and a number of shooters in this team to, you know, supplement the core. Uh, I, I also think that previously it seems like the mindset of Wolves fans have been, you know, like I don't even want to be around anymore. But I think this season is going to be a little bit different. Uh, I'm thinking about, you know, like 55 wins, 55 triple doubles for Ant, and uh, 55 checks for Cat is kind of like the range that I'm at right now. And I know a lot of people are going to hear these predictions and say, you "Sure about that?" But I'm feeling pretty good about it. So, Sam, thanks for calling in the show. <laughs> Guys, how do we feel about his predictions? There's about 18. I think there. we've got an early favorite for Patty Nation member of the year. <laughs> wow. Holly's got some stiff competition. Holly, Greta, oh, and Tira boy. seething. 55 wins, 55 triple, triple doubles. 55 tags for Cat. Um, Sam, <laughs> thanks for the prediction. I don't think there's a, I don't think it even war- warrants a reaction. It was so good. I don't know um, if there's, I, I don't know if that's, I think it's pretty un- unimpeachable. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, let's go to Amir next. Amir had three, but I cut him down to two because I wanted to keep him to a minute. Okay, Amir, bless us. Hello, everyone. My name is Amir Eldomiati. You can find me on X at Skyumigo. My predictions for this upcoming heavily anticipated Minnesota Timberwolves season are trifold. First of all, Nas Reed. That's right, Nas Reed. Nas Reed, let's go. In sixth man of the year voting, he can play on the court with Cat and with Rudy, and he will dominate. And he will finish top three in sixth man of the year voting. Most importantly, you can book this. This has not happened in 20 years. This hasn't happened since I was in the third grade at Thomas Lake Elementary. The Minnesota Timberwolves will advance to the second round of the of the of the NBA playoffs. Take that, Brandon. They will. Be, they will not be in the play-in tournament. Take they that, will Brandon. Be a top oh. six team uh, in the in the Western Conference. Take that, Brandon. And they will advance out of the first round to minimum Western Conference semifinals run. Book it, y'all. Wolves back. His second prediction in the middle was Ant is going to make first team all NBA. When I was done listening to it, I wanted to run up a fucking mountain, dude. I was so ready after I listened to that. And you're over here like he's not even an all star. I don't know. I don't know. The audience couldn't see this, but Brandon was crying. I made it very clear. I do not want the Timberwolves to be bad. I want to. Let's let's uh let's okay, Mister. I don't want to be a villain over here. Let's uh let's uh double click into the Nas Reed Six Man of the Year thing. I see a lot of people saying that. Do you believe that? Because I don't. I don't necessarily. Again, I want it to happen. I don't think that's going to no. happen. I think that he's going to be a seventh man, and I think it's uh, not going to be. Well, that's not want it. 
the 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 number of man you are off the bench doesn't really dictate the I'm talking point. like minutes wise. He Sorry. could get the seventh man of the year. Technically, Nas Adam Silver's like, no, stop, stop. He was always the seventh guy out. <laughs> no way, no way. Stop. Turn it off. <laughs> Is- turn, turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. Um, do you guys have any uh thoughts on Nas Reed's sixth man of the year? capabilities or likelihood i don't i don't buy it again i want to but i I don't buy it i mean i think if someone on the timberwolves were to win it nas reed would be the choice but he's not really like stylistically he doesn't really profile as a typical sixth man of the year you say six men of the year aren't awesome because that's his player type well no six men of the year are just typically more like Jordan Clarkson and Jamal Crawford, like ball handling, like the worst three point shooters, like the Nas Reed high scoring, saying. high scoring guards. Nas, Nas Reed's a guard. I mean, they're, typ- that, yeah. they're typically they're typically guards. I mean, it would be great. Perfect. But but also, I think six man of the year is kind of like the dumbest award because it's like. All right, we're going to take the 150 best players out of the equation. We're going to take the 150 best players out of the equation. These are now this is the best player left. Beck hates the most improved player. He's the you get an award for everything guy. Classic. No, most improved is most improved is good. But sixth man is just like, like I said, it's like if we take all the good players out, who do we think is the best player? It's a it's a it's a bench love award. You don't want to show love to the dudes on the bench. Dude, you don't like bench mobs over here. You're anti bench. Yes, I'm anti everything about bench bench press. You love bench. bench The body doesn't just happen. I don't know if you heard that, but the body does. Body doesn't just happen. I love that confidence. Okay, we got one more from uh, Panty Nation member Mike. Oh, boy. Let's see what happens here. The Los Angeles Clippers will be a top three team in the Western Conference. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are in contract years. Gives them some extra motivation. And Russell Westbrook, say what you want. Maybe he's washed, but the guy loves to compete in the regular season. And I think the Clippers are well coached, and I think they'll be good. A lot of people are down on them this year, but they have a lot of good players on their team. I think they will be a top three team in the Western Conference this year. What do you think about that, guys? They still have Luke Kennard, right? No, no. he's on Memphis. Okay, then they're done. God, what a pickup by them. I don't know how they're, they're going to. I don't know how they're going to. I don't know how they're going to win a game without Luke Kennard. got to update. I got to. Yeah, they're going to. They're they're fourteen just ahead of Memphis. <laughs> Um, they I still bu- have Luke Kennard as like the bar for how good the Clippers are is hilarious. Hey, if you've ever watched them play against the Minnesota Timberwolves, Luke Kennard is they've the- got three got three future Hall of Famers on their team. Just like <laughs> Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard. <laughs> um I kind of buy it. I mean, they're fifth on my rankings. I think the contract year thing is a really interesting point that I never considered. Um I, I do still have a little bit of Russell Westbrook love left in me. I got one more left in me. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I, I mean, um, I would like to see. I just want it for Russ, dude. I don't like all the Russ slander online. It makes me sad because, like, what did he do to you? I mean, he's not he's not very good. <laughs> yeah, but remember when he was really good? And I think we owe him a little bit of respect. He was so good. He's He um, appreciates when he is um, respected. 
And remember that that little girl was Do not him call a- him Westbrook. <laughs> remember when that girl, that like uh, reporter, junior yeah. reporter, asked? It was like how do you like, how'd you play so well or something like complimented him. And he, you could see the emotion come back to him. I just, I just feel like he was sad for a while, you know? And then he made the playoffs. Then he was happy. And he was, and happy. He was fantastic again. Right. It's all let's about be, happiness. Let's be nice to Russ. He's cool. And he has a fun fashion line. Before we get into unreal love real quick, we want to show some love to the wolves things bracket. My Lord mired in controversy mired in freaking people yelling about stuff um so wolf's things round two is out right now we're in the second round yeah brandon second round i'm gonna be honest there are some there are some wild choices being made can you uh, wolves take us through bracket. some of the yeah give us some, some of the, the upsets jake's graphs merch goes down in the first round jake's graphs merch was a sweet 16 team last year it took Nas reed to take him down um he said he was fine in the Kevin Ali region before, uh, but but he was not. He it, it's he went down. It's a t- it's a tough one though because it's not a contract year for Jake's graphs, but it was a contract year for Nas yeah. Reed. Well, no, no, he lost to Nas Reed last year. This year he lost to the Cat sixty point game. That's fair. Yeah, and that it's a, a uh, it was a contract year for the Cat sixty point game. Continue. That's true. Um, the closest the closest matchup we had um, in a nail biter. The president of basketball operations hooking up with the head of PR took down uh, Becky Taylor's lasagna in the first round and now is going up against your boy Luca Garza in the second round in Ooh. what is another really close it, matchup. It's a tight race. What's I it at? Get out and campaign. What are we at right now? Uh, Do we know? I, last I saw it was 60 40 in favor of the Pobo. It is, it is 54%. To forty six percent in favor of the Pobo. Wow. That's okay. So fourteen hours left. Get out there and campaign. Dirk. Yeah. I mean, just choose, just choose, still in line. Choose, don't leave. Choose, I mean, yeah. Choose. Choose. Stay in line. You, you, you go infidelity or you go the uh, wolves darling. I mean, it's uh, seems like an obvious choice. Wait, wait, you know, you, boy, you're hurt. Um, Ricky Rubio's eyes early championship favorite goes down in the first round to call Rachel Nichols. That makes sense to me. Um. A tough matchup for Andrew Wiggins listening to Michael Bolton in the second round. He's got game seven KG versus Sacramento, Ooh. who absolutely murdered Bill BC. Yeah, Bill Bice can't be on it anymore. I think who did, who did Michael Bolton take down in the first round? Uh, Tom Gugliata. Okay. Uh, Glue Girl versus Change Your Face was a really close one. Glue Girl pulled out the dub. And Glue Girl goes up against Free Arby's now, and Free Arby's isn't even a thing anymore. Well, the Wolves Crunch. I, yeah, Crunch said it was. Yeah, Crunch said it was. Oh. Crunch's official account posted a, a picture of him with a Wolves graphic uh, matching top and bottom. Okay. He said. Okay. That's good. Um. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I was, I was disappointed uh, that Johnny K Manscaped ad reads got eliminated in the first round. I thought that had uh, strong championship potential. Didn't he have a but spicy it lost a, It lost a Pat Bev's t-shirt cannon, and I thought the Pat Bev disdain might uh, still linger a little bit. I will never hate the t-shirt cannon. What a in-game t-shirt cannon from a player is just <laughs> what, what remember, remember how mad the trailblazers were, were that the <laughs> wolves were having so much fun kicking their ass. Like we didn't even we didn't even play anybody. Well, like it was it was that, and then like 
Cat and freaking Nate Knight were doing like the really aggressive wave <laughs> with the crowd when it came by. Like they would jump and fall onto the bench. It was disrespectful. <laughs> I I love it. Um, yeah, make sure you follow. Uh, who is your guys? Bracket. What's up? I was just gonna say, who is your guys' championship pick in the Wolves things bracket? I think I think it's gonna come down to Anthony Edwards or Nas Reed. Um, those guys are on a collision course right now. Nas Reed is cooking crunch uh, in round two. And so those guys will be set to meet in the elite eight. And I think that could be an early championship. I think wolves back has some juice here. They got some fucking juice. Wolves back is in a, is in a nail biter versus the cat 60 point game right now though. Yeah. But oh, wolves back they've got a, awesome. they they've stretched that lead out. They've stretched that lead Good out. Good job. Wolves back. I also think low key K, KG post rising Blake Griffin after my tweet went semi viral. I think people are hungry for the that, KG poster. Except Okay, I tweeted about that one today because that KG posterizing Blake was losing what earlier today, but the sh- the ship has been righted. Oh, thank God! I-, I said everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but this is a travesty. It is a travesty. <laughs> and then someone, a member of Pan Nation, I forgot who it was. I'm sorry. They said like that. The dunks underrated. It ended Blake Griffin's career, and it kind of did. Like after that, like he, <laughs> it wasn't a thing anymore because KG. Uh, he made one All Star team for the Pistons after that. Doesn't count. Is is was Dane losing to the Howlometer? That I haven't checked recently, um, but that was earlier today when I voted. Dane is beating Dane is beating the Howl Howlometer. Yeah, Future guest on the pod, Dane Moore. Future guest on the pod, Dane Moore. I feel it's a bit of a I've, the Howlometer's been there from the beginning, and Dane Moore's only been here since like 2013 ish. So like, good for good for Dane. Good for Dane. Dane got a really tough matchup in the first round last year. He got annihilated by Sam. M. Cassell's big balls, Dan. All right, gang, we back showing some love to Unreal. Football season is finally here. And though I've been very outspoken about my, my disdain for the purple team in town right now, I love football season because it's an excuse to get together with the gang, right? You head over to someone's house, you order some pizza, you order some wings, sports, football. It is a vessel for camaraderie. And I think that's great for, for mental health, like straight up. I know I'm like doing an ad read, but for real, like it's good for mental health to get together. I love how football is an American conduit to get together with your folks. Um, And when your hometown Vikings are looking for the freshest looks and hottest drops, they choose Minnesota's own unreal U N R L bro. I pull up to my friend Graham's house for these football games. I'm dripped out in the unreal. The joggers are nuts. I finally got some. The, the dude the the white shirt they have they have like the shirt that's like it has a good tailored hem oh under the jersey rocket by itself unreal is the way to go their crossover hoodie will change your life and their golf gear will shave strokes off your game we can't like promise that legally but we can promise you if you pick up just even one piece of unreal apparel it will become the go-to item in your closet i am telling you we're only pushing high quality clothing on the pod see for yourself visit unreal.co all right unrl.co not com.co and use the promo code po i did it again <laughs> use the promo code pull tab 15 for 15 percent off your order you can thank us later and wear it to our next live show that's, that's another right. perennial <laughs> championship favorite i think he voted i think he tweeted that he voted for the big balls dance himself <laughs> he's like <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I vote. <laughs> I'll have to ask him about that. How's he? How's yeah, he get outside and vote. 
Yes, please get out and vote. All right, gang, we back showing some love to Unreal. Football season is finally here. And though I've been very outspoken about my my disdain for the purple team in town right now, I love football season because it's an excuse to get together with the gang, right? You head over to someone's house, you order some pizza, you order some wings, sports, football. It is a vessel for camaraderie. And I think that's great for, for mental health. Like straight up, I know I'm like doing an ad read, but for real, like it's good for mental health to get together. I love how football is an American conduit to get together with your folks. Um, And when your hometown Vikings are looking for the freshest looks and hottest drops, they choose Minnesota's own unreal U N R L bro. I pull up to my friend Graham's house for these football games. I'm dripped out in the unreal. The joggers are nuts. I finally got some. The, the dude the the white shirt they have they have like the shirt that's like it has a good tailored hem oh under the jersey rocket by itself unreal is the way to go their crossover hoodie will change your life and their golf gear will shave strokes off your game we can't like promise that legally but we can promise you if you pick up just even one piece of unreal apparel it will become the go-to item in your closet i am telling you we're only pushing high quality clothing on the pod see for yourself visit unreal.co all right unrl.co not com.co and use the promo code po i did it again <laughs> use the promo code pull tab 15 for 15 percent off your order you can thank us later and wear it to our next live show it's time for Random, random wolf, wolf of, of random the wolf of the week. Wow, the latency is amazing. Oh, wow, uh, take us through the random wolf of the week, you hot and sexy birthday, boy. bellas, bellas, bellas. Yeah, I've got grab your left, wow. make your right one jealous <laughs> for you. Nice, all righty, for clue number one. God, I hate wait, wait, remotely. we get our, I'm we so get our out. hint. For we get our number one guess. You get one. We get our guess. free guess. Hint number zero. We get our um, free guess. That's the I first think... clue. Is you get one guess. I, I think, I think it's Taj Gibson. What do you think, Jolly? I think it's Gaj Tibson. It is not Gaj Tibson. Well, we're it going with Taj, Taj Gibson. Gibson. <laughs> That's a real person. Is it actually so Taj Gibson? No. <laughs> uh, clue number one. Named Rookie of the Year. In the D League in 2007, this former Wolf was the heart and soul of the Colorado 14ers, which is which was a team that existed. I need that jersey in Colorado. The in D League Rookie of the Year in 2007. What an obscure award! Wait, hang on, they were the 14ers though. The 14ers. I don't know what that means. That's well. Let's make sure this isn't. Can you, t- can you Google what the 14ers are? So there's 14ers in Colorado, 14 mountains. Oh, okay. There's 14 mountains. Do you want me to list them all in the elevation? Um, yes. Bonus <laughs> segment. Bonus, Bonus segment. segment. Uh, all right. Sponsored by Unreal Co. We have the Quandry Mountain Park. All right. Um, uh, Colorado, Colorado. Do we know anyone from Colorado? Well, it's not from Colorado. That's yeah, the name of the D-League team he played maybe, on. Like, maybe because the person was playing in like their home state. Like he felt really motivated. That's my train of thought here. That's why I'm. Let's just say. So um, if they if they were on the Colorado, I guess 2007 though was before the Iowa Wolves existed. Yeah. I was trying to think like Wolves second round picks in, right in like the post KG era. Because like, they like 2007 was the year they traded Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Let's just say so like, like Costa Kufos and keep it moving. Let's get the second one. 
Costa Kufos. It is not Costa Kufos. Clue number two. Will be. Clue number this two. former Timberwolves 10-year career began with a 10-day contract with the Utah Jazz, pairing him with the likes of Carlos Boozer, AK-47, Paul Millsap, Darren Williams, Ronnie Brewer. Oh, this is a great year for NBA Live. Or no, wait, sorry, wait, wait, hang on. What year was it? Sorry. Oh, no. I didn't say I wanted to say. I wanted to say Brad Miller. But 2007 is too late for him to be a rookie. Yeah, that's when he was like really injured and like would play one good game. Yeah, a year he'd be he'd play suit up for one and he would be great and that was it. Um, oh, um, I didn't say it was his rookie year. Oh, is well, it, I mean, I guess um, it technically was, but I want to say Lazar Hayward. Lazar Hayward's a great guess. We're right in the freaking wheelhouse. Is it Lazar Hayward? Lazar Hayward is incorrect. Damn it. I, th- I thought he made his debut with the Wolves. Clue number three. Number three. Most recently, as 2018, he boasted a staggering average of six points, four rebounds, and one assist per game for the Kawasaki Brave Thunders. Wow. <laughs> Kawasaki Brave Thunders. Um, who would be playing overseas? He played for the Jazz with like Boozer and Kirilenko. And he's six and four, so he's he's a big man. <laughs> That's a big man. What was his number? Give me the number. Six points. Are we ever going to get a hint that's rebounds. not about his league <laughs> career? <clears throat> I want his. I want his jersey number. No, please give it to me. I want a bonus clue. Give me the number. This um, is the only clue. You have two yeah. more clues remaining. Okay. Um, correct. Okay. Could be? Is Corey Brewer Big in man. Japan oh. right now? I'll just say Corey Brewer. No, but he was a first oh, round pick by the league. Sorry, that'd be a bad. Yeah, that'd be a bad guess. Um, um, Alexei Pesharov. <gasps> Alexei <laughs> Pesharov is incorrect. Clue number four. Oh God. The one season he spent with the Minnesota Timberwolves. The team was boldly and possibly accurately described as being pro-white power by one or more members of the media. So he's a guy, he's a member of the White Power Wolves. So that's like Chase Bottinger. It's Lou Amundsen. It is Lou Amundsen. Lou Amundsen is correct. Why would you bring that? Why would you trigger me? Why would you trigger me? <laughs> clue, clue number five is this former wolf is known best for his greasy hair and grave distaste by a certain DJ and podcast. Co-host. Yeah, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> that's your one. All that's the, the one wolf that you hate. I hate him so much. All the D League kids were just like, <laughs> dude, it's hard to come up with, with the facts. Still D League team. <laughs> It's um, hard to come up with facts for Lou. Okay, without completely giving away. Uh, I didn't realize that he played, one, that he was playing overseas as of 2018, and also that he played 10 years in the NBA. He had a career. He was a pretty yeah, good. he certainly Lou, did. He played a lot, but he was bad. He was, he was not never good. good. He, he averaged, I think his career average was like 3.1 points per game. Hey, that's enough to get you on like the That's get you more on than one way. point per game. So, uh, like... I, I maintain the stance that if I was as big as Lou Amundsen, I would be a better basketball player. <laughs> That's so freaking funny. 
did you have a, an effective field goal percentage of 47.4%? Right, we're not, we're not doing so. Lou Amundsen. That is terrible for a guy that's six foot nine. That's awful. <laughs> that's more than you have in the NBA, Brandon. Oh, well, no, if it that doesn't would be, exist. But I would have ass. a way higher effective field goal percentage if I was playing on like a seven foot tall hoop. Yeah, and if I was seven foot tall, I'd be seven foot tall. These are just things that you're saying. They don't mean anything. Um, well, thank you for listening to Crunch Wears No Pants. If you have any feedback on our first ever fully remote episode, keep it to yourself. We know it was a problem. We'll figure it out. Uh, we love you so much. <laughs> the feedback is like, never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> At No Pants Crunch, make sure you vote on the Wolves Things Bracket. Love you so much, Poltap Sports and Unreal and Shepard Goods and Duke Cannon. Um, well, hey now. See ya. We love you, All-Star. <laughs> Game on. Go play. Go play. <laughs>